Hello and welcome to On the Record, the podcast of the Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Court. I'm your host, Aaron Toms, and we hope you enjoy our discussions about the court and the legal system. Today, we're talking to Chief Magistrate Stephen Buca. Magistrate Buca, hello. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Hello. Thanks for having me. So, we hear about magistrates in the court, and I guess the first question I would have there is, what exactly is a magistrate and what is your role? So, a magistrate is very similar to a judge in terms of of um, what we do. Uh, we're assigned to a case and we shepherd the case through to judgment uh, much in the same manner as a judge would. Uh, the difference between a magistrate and a judge, one is we're not elected, we're appointed by the administrative judge. And uh, two, um, our, any actions that we undertake are subject to review by the judge and of course uh, reversal by the judge if the judge disagrees with what we do. So what kind of cases would a magistrate hear? Are we talking uh, civil, criminal, housing? In other courts, uh, magistrates hear all sorts of cases. Uh, In this court, we primarily hear real estate cases. The primary among those would be foreclosures, quiet title cases, and partitions. All right, so somebody comes to the court with a foreclosure case. Describe the process of how it goes to a magistrate and what you do to resolve it. With uh, limited exceptions, immediately upon filing of a foreclosure case, it gets immediately referred to a magistrate. It appears on a magistrate's docket. We all, Each magistrate has its, his, his or her own individual dockets. At that point, then, the magistrate's responsibility to make sure that the case is prosecuted in a timely and efficient manner. The cases kind of follow two different tracks. If the case is contested, meaning that the homeowner or any of the other parties are challenging the plaintiff's right to foreclosure, we'll set up a case management conference, set discovery schedules, set dispositive motion schedules, and ultimately perhaps set a trial. Those make up probably 10 or 15% of our cases. The remainder are usually default cases where the homeowner doesn't respond to the complaint, and we move those along by what I call nagging orders. So we'll review the files from time to time, determine whether or not service has been perfected in the case, order that the plaintiff file a motion to move the case along, set that case for hearing, and then proceed to judgment. The magistrates, I'm sure, were at the forefront during the foreclosure crisis uh, a few years ago. I'd imagine that was quite a hectic time. It was an unbelievably hectic time. And for us, the foreclosure crisis started before most other places. You know, most people date that crisis to about 2007, 2008. For us, it really happened in the early 2000s. At one point, uh, each of our magistrates had 2,500 cases pending on his or her docket, which is just impossible for one person to do. The court responded by creating a special projects fund where we added a fee to the foreclosure filing fee that was used solely to hire new magistrates. We increased the staff over three and a half times, and were able then to move those foreclosure cases along, even at the peak of the foreclosure crisis. You saw it coming before many other people did. Absolutely, yeah. It was very early here compared to the rest of the country. How is the situation now? Are you still getting uh, that massive volume of cases, or has it slowed down? Well, the good news is that the it has slowed down significantly. We're about, um, actually, we're now under half of the filings that we had at the peak. At the peak, we were around 15,000 filings. We're now at about seven, maybe even six this year. 
And do you still have the same uh, staff working on it? We don't. We've lost uh, a couple magistrates through attrition, but um, we haven't cut our staff in half, and that's a uh, an ongoing concern. We want to make sure that uh, that we could support the staff with work that we're doing. Now, the interesting thing is that the nature of these cases has has changed over time as well. When the foreclosure crisis hit, that percentage of contested cases that I talked about earlier was much smaller. Along with the foreclosure crisis, I think banks' misdeeds, let's call them, became publicized. More people realized that, hey, maybe there's a defense to these foreclosures. And we actually now have a dedicated foreclosure defense bar, which didn't exist in the early 2000s, but certainly exists now. And so we see more and more contested cases, which take a lot more work on behalf of the magistrates. So while our numbers are down, the workload is still pretty steady and pretty taxing. It's got to be pretty emotional because you're dealing w- with people in their homes. Absolutely. You know, the not only is a home usually a person's largest asset, but also, you know, there's so many emotional ties uh, to where they raise their family, that sort of thing. You know, we have a job to do. We have to be neutral. We can't take one side or the other side. But we, we, we try to be as humane as possible as we're doing this. What else about the magistrates program here at the Cuyahoga County Common Police Court would you like people to know about that maybe they don't? First of all, our location is probably important. We're not in the Justice Center. Um, We are in a building called the Courthouse Square Building, which is on the corner of Lakeside and West 3rd Street. So if you're coming for a foreclosure case, don't go to the Justice Center. Go to the Courthouse Square Building, 310 West Lakeside. Another thing to know is that the you know, people get all keyed up about the hearings before before they have a, a foreclosure hearing. Understandably, again, because as we said, you're, you're losing your biggest asset and perhaps your family home. Just know that you're not going to lose your house at the hearing. They're not the, the magistrate isn't going to make you move out of your house that very minute. The process is actually a fairly lengthy one from that point forward, even if everything goes in favor of the bank, which it doesn't always do. It's at least three or four months after the hearing before there'd actually be a sheriff sale and somebody would have to leave. So there's plenty of time even for those unfortunate folks who find themselves on the wrong side of the foreclosure to make a planned and structured transition away from the house that's being foreclosed upon to other living arrangements. And then one last thing I'd like people to know is that there is mediation available. The court has a very extensive mediation program. And um, just because you find yourself in foreclosure and you don't necessarily have a defense to that foreclosure doesn't mean that there's absolutely no hope. The banks in recent years have been really amenable to working out loan modifications and other forms of settlement to try and keep people in their homes. So certainly come to your hearing. You could hear about all those options available to you. You could get some information about housing counselors and at least get information about the process that awaits in the case. You talked about sheriff sales. Is that something that your office is involved in or once that's something that happens after you're done? We're involved a little bit in the sheriff sales. So after we enter judgment, the case is closed on our dockets. But that doesn't mean the case ends. There's this execution phase that happens after judgment's entered, and that's all the process that leads to the sheriff sale. Uh, The sale has to be advertised. Notice has to get out to everybody. The date actually has to be set. There's some ministerial acts that the sheriff does to make sure that all that stuff happens. At the end of that process, once the sale is sold, the court gets to take one last look at the process after judgment to make sure that all those steps happened the way way they were supposed to happen and to ensure that the sale is done in a legal manner 
We then confirm the sale. It's like putting our seal of approval on the sale. That's when it becomes finalized, and that's mostly when our, our role then ends in the case. Sounds like you keep busy. We are very busy, yes. Well, Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Court Chief Magistrate Stephen Buca, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and, and filling us in a little bit on a department of the court that people may not be as familiar with. Well, thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity. <laughs>